Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Bucs Nation? Welcome to today's episode of the Locked On Bucks podcast, and thank you for making the Locked On Bucks podcast your first listen every day. Always free, always available on all platforms. I am your host today, David Harris, and my co-host, James Jarko, off for this episode. But I will be joined by Mike DeBate of the Locked On Patriots podcast as we get crossover Thursday going for week four in the 2021 NFL season. On Twitter, I am at DHarrison82. The show is at Locked On Bucks. James is at JRCO underscore Bucks. And everything we're writing for BucksNation.com, part of SB Nation, is at Bucks underscore Nation. Again, thank you for making the Locked On Bucks podcast your first listen Every day today, we're talking roster updates, injury reports, power rankings, and like I said, it's crossover Thursday, so we got Mike DeBate dropping all kinds of Patriots information and knowledge, and yes, we're talking Tom Brady returning to New England, but before we get to all of that, guys, we got to talk about the arrival of veteran cornerback Richard Sherman, number five in your programs, number one in your hearts, maybe, maybe not, I don't know, but he signed a one-year deal to join the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that deal worth $550,000 guaranteed which is a lot of money to you and I, but not a lot of money for NFL players. But it's also worth up to $2.25 million, depending on how many uh, games Richard Sherman plays, the percentages of snaps he plays, whether or not the team makes to the playoffs, wins, all that stuff. Uh, The impact of that signing, of course, is going to be huge. And we want to hear your thoughts about it in the emails, in the voicemails, in the voicemail box, uh, on Twitter, DM us, whatever it is. We'll talk about that even deeper when James and I return for our episode tomorrow on Friday to wrap up the week. Of course, look, we don't really expect Richard Sherman to play a whole lot, so we're going to kind of stay focused on the New England Patriots for the most part here, but Richard Sherman arriving, uh, not not surprising news, right? Something that's been kind of in the works. I think people have been talking about it now for about two weeks, uh, but then news came out on Tuesday that he was traveling to Tampa on Wednesday. Uh, the deal made final. Richard actually broke the news himself, announcing it on his very own podcast, uh, and at one point was quoted as saying, paraphrasing here but basically when Tom Brady calls you to come play you don't say no you come play speaking of people playing the injury reports first injury reports of the week did come out on Wednesday for the Buccaneers Giovanni Bernard Rob Gronkowski Jerry Jason Pierre-Paul all not participating in practice on Wednesday Gio with the knee Rob Gronkowski with the rib injury even though the x-rays on that rib did come back negative Jason Pierre-Paul of course with that shoulder injury that caused him to mix miss the week three matchup loss against the Los Angeles Rams. Limited participants were cornerback Jamel Dean, so it's good news. Seems like that knee injury maybe not as significant as maybe it was once thought as a limited participant in practice. Wide receiver Jaden Mickens also returning to practice in a limited fashion. Cornerback Carlton Davis and wide receiver Chris Godwin both listed on the injury report, but both were also full participants. So hopefully that continues to be the trend and we see both of those gentlemen in action in New England for week four speaking of those patriots running back james white not a participant in practice on wednesday i don't think anybody really expects him uh, to be a participant in this game defensive end henry anderson linebacker Jawan bentley offensive lineman trent brown kicker nick folk linebackers josh uche and kyle van noy and other offensive lineman isaiah win all limited participants some significant names on there you're gonna hear some of those names in my conversation with mike debate for this crossover thursday episode but before we get to those names Let's look at some power rankings, guys. The week four Locked On Podcast Network power rankings coming out this week. The Rams and the Buccaneers flipped one and two spots after the Rams defeated the Buccaneers in L.A. I think that was to be expected. Uh, the Buccaneers came into that matchup, the number one team in the power rankings. The Rams came in number two. Obviously, the Rams beating them makes 
the Bucks slipped uh, to number two, but they only fell to number two. A lot of people giving a lot of credit to the Rams team in that win. So the Buccaneers falling just one spot uh, this week, heading into this huge headline producing matchup against the New England Patriots. The Seattle Seahawks were the only team to fall out of the top 10 this week compared to last. The Green Bay Packers moved back into the top 10 with the Seahawks falling out. The Cincinnati Bengals rose seven spots and the Vikings rose six spots this week. The New York Jets take over the number 32 slot from the Jacksonville Jaguars for this week four power ranking set. And speaking of those Los Angeles Rams sitting at the number one spot, they were the first unanimous number one in these power rankings for the 2021 NFL season. So yes, you guessed that that means that James and I both voted for the Rams to be number one. Look guys, you, you can't blame us, right? I mean, I really hope you can't blame us. If you do, by all means, let us hear about it on Twitter in the emails and the voicemails. Uh, and we will hear you out anyway. I don't think uh, that you're going to undo that uh, that perception, but it is what it is. Buccaneers dropping to number two. That is where I put them. I'm confident that's where James put them as well. The Buccaneers' lowest ranking this week was fifth, so somebody really wanted uh, to see them drop after losing to the Los Angeles Rams. Third overall team in the power rankings, the Bills. The fourth were the Ravens. The fifth team in the power rankings, the Kansas City Chiefs. At one and two, potentially 0 oh and three, if it weren't for the Browns browning all over themselves in week one, the Kansas City Chiefs be 0 oh and three. Uh, currently sit in the fifth spot. Their highest ranking was number two. I'm not going to say we got a got a host or two uh, homering in these votes here, guys, but I mean, uh, hard hard to say that a one and two team is, is the number two team in the power rankings here. Their lowest ranking, number 12. I'm not going to tell you where I put the Chiefs, but I will tell you it was closer to 12 than it was to five. Uh, looking around the rest of the NFC South, the New Orleans Saints coming at 15, the Carolina Panthers coming at 17, and the Atlanta Falcons sit at 27 this week, heading into their matchup with the Washington football team. The New England Patriots, next up for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, come in at 21 overall. 18 was their highest ranking, 27th was their lowest. Speaking of those, that New England Patriot team, Mike DeBate of the Locked On Patriots podcast will join me on the other side of this quick message so that we can get crossover Thursday going ahead of this week four matchup between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New England Patriots. I'm David Harrison of the Locked On Bucks podcast, and I've got an incredible app that everyone who buys gas needs to know about. It's called Get Upside, and our listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code TOUCHDOWN and get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using Get Upside. One of my good friends turned me on to Get Upside a couple of months before they started becoming a sponsor of the network. I've been using them ever since, guys. I promise you it's well worth the free download. Again, just download the app for free. Use the promo code LOCKED or use the promo code TOUCHDOWN when you sign up and you get that 50 cent gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a month in cash back and there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use the promo code TOUCHDOWN to get that 50 cent per gallon cash back on your first tank. That's the GetUpside app. Sign it up with promo code TOUCHDOWN. Second two here at the Locked On Bucks podcast on a crossover Thursday. David Harrison at DHarrison82. Our show at Locked On Bucks on Twitter. Joined now by Mike DeBate, the host of the Locked On Patriots podcast for this crossover Thursday conversation. He is Mike DeBate. I am David Harrison, both of us of the Locked On Podcast Network. I host Locked On Bucks. He hosts Locked On Patriots on Twitter. You can find us at mdebate 
NFL. That's M-D-A-B-A-T-E-N-F-L. I'm at D Harrison 82. And Mike, uh, not only that, but editor of Patriots Maven for Sports Illustrated. I recently joined uh, the Sports Illustrated, you know, family of, of, of websites. So uh, happy to be a part of that group and looking at guys like you and then people, other people like Patricia Trena as well, Locked on Giants as an example for how to conduct myself uh, under the flagship. So uh, a huge matchup like we've already been talking about and obviously quarterback is going to be the main focus of this this whole conversation but I want to start it off with Mac Jones and just because Tom Brady's gonna get all kinds of love all kinds of press but listen Mac is is, is doing some good things out there in New England you know that I don't have to tell you that granted they're one and two not a great game against the New Orleans Saints recently but I mean you, you look at a lot of rookie quarterbacks and, and the amount that they're putting on Mac he hasn't had a 300 yard passing game yet I'm sure that's probably coming I don't know if it'll be this weekend but Going back to draft season, Mac was one of my favorite quarterbacks here, and, and I was kind of in that camp of people are taking a little bit away from Mac Jones and that Alabama success versus you know giving him too much credit or giving the other weapons and, and the offensive line too much credit there back in his college days. I looked at him as the, the second quarterback that I would take if I were an NFL team looking for a rookie to start this season behind uh, Trevor Lawrence. So to see Mac Jones doing well, and and honestly, it could be kind of a Jay Cutler situation. People will forget that, you know, going back to that year's draft class, Matt Leinard and Vince Young go ahead of Jay Cutler, but Jay Cutler actually ends up having the most successful NFL career out of all three of them. Granted, not a Hall of Famer by, by any means either, uh, but I really like Mac. I like what he's what he's been able to do to a certain extent, kind of putting it in that rookie lights. How do you feel that Mac has done for the Patriots so far? And I mean, as much as you can after three games, how does the future look with your new quarterback? Oh, I think the future is bright in New England for their new rookie quarterback. Look, when Mac was selected number 15 overall, and I'm with you, I was one of the very few, you remember in the chat rooms when we were doing our Ultimate Division crossover here on the Locked On Podcast Network, when I chose Mac Jones at number 15 overall, I uh, got some laughter in that room. A lot of people did not like that decision and didn't think that it was uh, warranted or didn't think that it would actually happen. And people mostly figured that, well, this is just the case of the best player available or doing it for publicity, but there was a valid reason for it. And that is Mac Jones is at his best when operating the type of offense that the New England Patriots want to run a timing based offense predicated on quick, accurate throws where only the receiver can get them and being able to deliver the ball quickly and accurately and reading the pre-snap uh, you know, very quickly as well. Mac did that so well during training camp. It's one of the big reasons why he beat out Cam Newton for the starting job. The problem is, David, is up until this point, Mac has been under constant duress. He's been pressured on his dropbacks just Sunday alone against the New Orleans Saints, pressured on 17 of his dropbacks and was hit 11 times, taking two sacks. If you're any quarterback that is going to throw you off of your game, that's going to make it impossible for you to develop the type of rhythm that you can have in order to adequately lead an offense. Unfortunately, Mac hasn't had that. Now, some of that has been due to right tackle Trent Brown being out of the lineup. He's been nursing a calf injury for the last really three games. He left very early in game one against the Miami Dolphins, hasn't played in a game setting since, and the Patriots have paid the price for it. Justin Heron, uh, Yasser Durant have come in. They've tried to do what they can to anchor that right tackle position, but they've had difficulties. They've been beaten very easily, and as a result, the left side of the offense, 
line. Isaiah Wynn's been letting up more pressures than he's used to. Because of that, David Andrews has been kind of trying to play in a couple of positions and compensate for some of that, and it's been difficult. The Patriots' offensive line has not quite lived up to the expectation that a lot of people had for it, which was a top-five unit in the NFL. With Trent Brown back, and we don't know whether or not he's going to play this week yet, but he is out on the practice field this week, so we're hopeful that he will be able to go. But if that's not the case and he's going to have difficulty, you mentioned this in the last segment, that Tampa Bay defense is going to be licking their chops about the opportunities they're going to have to put pressure on Mac Jones. Line up, use the safeties, bring the blitz, do what you need to do to keep him off balance, and that would be the key to victory. If Mac is going to be successful, he has to get the ball out of his hands quickly. He has to be able to read the uh, the opposing team's uh, defense, but he also has to utilize his weapons in every aspect of the field. Don't become too reliant on the running game. Don't become too conservative. Maybe take a chance or two against this Tampa Bay defense. Keep them a little bit off guard in terms of what you may be able to do. That's going to be a tall task. But Mac has shown a poise and an ability beyond his years to rise to the occasion. I don't think the moment's going to be too big for him. Ultimately, it's going to be a tough road for him. But the future is really where Mac Jones is going to shine. And in my opinion, the future is pretty bright in New England. Yeah, I, mean, I like what you said there. I don't think – I think the Rams – uh, the Rams and the Cowboys have all kind of shown that you, your your best chances against this Buccaneers defense is to come out swinging. You know what I mean? Like you can't you can't come out playing defense on offense, trying to just keep them from making plays and expect to make plays yourself. You got to go out there and you got to give yourself your best chance uh, to make a play and and I guess uh, kind of hope for the best. It's not really a great offensive game plan, but that's kind of where uh, where you are sometimes with this Buccaneers defense. And look, they've got three sacks through three games last year. This time. Uh, they had eight sacks through three games, so they're definitely looking to get back on track. But they're also got, I think, uh, if, if my memory serves, they have they have uh, 16 hits on quarterbacks through three games outside of those three sacks, whereas last year they only had like seven. So they're hitting the quarterback. They're just not sacking the quarterback. So Mac definitely in for a challenge. But let's get to the storyline. We danced around it enough, and I know that's my fault. But uh, obviously Tom Brady coming back to New England, Rob Gronkowski coming back to, to New England, even a little bit of Antonio Brown coming back to New England. Uh, I mean, what's the atmosphere around, you know, uh, the Patriots uh, right now? And I mean, even the media room, like a lot of you guys covered Tom Brady and, and Rob for a really long time. What's the, what's the atmosphere with you guys out there and, and doing your thing and then the fan base, especially? Well, it's interesting. Uh, there's a lot of anticipation to see Tom come back. Obviously the uh, enormity of the story is going to continue to be the prevailing theme up here in New England. And it has been all week long. What's going to happen when Brady comes back in, how emotional are the the fans going to be? Are, is he going to hear booze and smattered in with some of the cheers? What's going to happen during the game? How is that going to react? Is Tom going to let his emotions get the best of him? Spoiler alert, folks, Tom never lets his emotions get the best of him, but uh, not, at least not negatively. And, um, you know, how is Rob going to be able to handle this? There's an awful lot uh, on the shoulders of both of these guys as they come back to the franchise that really put them on the map in both, in both cases. And and you can make the argument that they're equally as responsible for helping to put the franchise on the map. Certainly Tom Brady and almost certainly with Rob Gronkowski. I put him up there in the top echelon of New England Patriots during this dynasty era of guys that really will be the indelible face of the franchise for many years to come. But ultimately, it's going to be about the game itself. And I think now that a lot of the stories are being filtered through, you're starting to see at least 
media circles that I'm running in, focus on the game, focus on exactly what we can expect to see on the field. And Tom is someone that never lets the moment get too big for him. He never has. So that's why I said earlier, spoiler alert, he's not going to let his emotions get the best of him. He's going to be ready to, to, uh, to play this game. Now, at the same time, He's going to be going against a coach that knows him better than anyone else he's ever played against. Uh, and I don't think that's a stretch of the imagination to say that. Bill said it earlier. He knows what Brady is going to do and what his tendencies are. Tom has said multiple times this week, I know what they're going to do. I know what's being said in that room. I know how they're going to prepare for me. So it's going to be the ultimate chess match between these two to see who gets the upper hand and Ultimately, I, I can't wait to see it. To me, it's a toss-up, and it's going to be a fun one to watch. But uh, there is definitely much more positive, much, much more positive feelings toward Tom Brady than any negative. I've seen very, very few negatives up here. He's still beloved in this region, and he always will be. We're coming up with Mike DeBate, the host of the Locked on Patriots podcast, and we're going to do that thanks to our friends over at Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models of vehicles, it's impossible for your local chain store or your dealership to hold all the parts you're ever going to need. Why be restricted to just the parts they happen to carry and why pay prices that quite honestly, guys, are higher for you than they are for professional mechanics? Why would you spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts at that chain store or car dealership when you can get it cheaper at rockauto.com? You want an example, a Honda Odyssey fuel pump will cost you $353 from one of those chain stores. It'll cost you $216 from Rock Auto because Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, their prices are reliably low for every customer, and they have everything you can need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? We know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. Today's episode of the Locked on Bucks podcast also brought to you by betonline.ag. We're back. We're better than ever, and betonline.ag is your number one spot for all your pro and college football action this season. With the new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, betonline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website today, sign up, and use the promo code Locked On for a sign-up bonus. Don't forget, again, when you sign up, make that initial deposit. Use Locked On to get your initial sign-up bonus. Whether you're looking for football, basketball, boxing, or your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Back now to wrap up Crossover Thursday and my conversation with the host of the Locked On Patriots podcast, Mike DeBate. It's, it's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm curious to hear, you know, the crowd. I mean, uh, not for nothing, but nobody's attending that game for, for cheap. You know what I mean? Like everybody paid a pretty penny uh, to attend yep. that game for a reason. And so uh, I anticipate he's going to get some love. I don't know. It's, it, but it's going to be interesting to hear because even, you know, when players return, usually sometimes it's like in the beginning they get a little bit of love and all that stuff. But then as the game goes on, you know, the fan, the fandom kind of takes over and it's like, all right, you're on the other team now. I'm not cheering for you. But I almost kind of wonder, like, if I don't know, like if 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 Tom and Gronk cook up for a touchdown during the game, I don't like it might sound like a home game in there uh, with all the past fans. It'll it'll be interesting. It's going to be fun. Uh, dynamic. Nothing. I don't think it's anything really, you know, you can compare other greats returning to their teams, but I don't think the NFL's ever seen anything uh, quite like this one. Um, but let's give the defense some love, right? We talked about the Buccaneers defense getting some love. Let's talk about the Pats defense. Uh, the Buccaneers coming into last week against the Rams had nine straight games uh, scoring 30 points or more, 10 straight games that they had won going back to last regular season. And the Rams undid both of them. They had held them under 20, under 30 points for the first time, uh, like I said, in, in after nine games and then uh, broke that winning streak as well. Any chance, you know, what are, what are the chances you have the, the Patriots keeping them one under 30 points and then keeping this game to where Mac Jones 
uh, and that offense can win coming off of a 13-point performance against New Orleans Saints. I don't know how high optimism is, but what does this defense bring that maybe you saw the Rams do against the Buccaneers that helped them be so successful in week three? Well, one thing the Patriots defense can do is mix it up when it comes to looks and exotic looks and bringing pressure from the left side. We all know from Tom Brady's extensive history, the only way that you can attempt to try to throw him off is to bring pressure from his blind side. And that's something that the Giants were able to do in those years. That's something that, you know, the Chiefs have tried to replicate. That's something that we've seen the Packers try to do and teams that have had successes against Brady and there have haven't been many of them, folks, but there have been teams that have given him difficulty. Uh, the Broncos, obviously, that's what exactly what you have to do. So the Patriots are going to attempt to do that. Now, what does that mean? That means probably a heavy dose of the linebackers. And the Patriots do have versatile linebackers that can rush the passer and drop back into coverage. Not completely sure about the status of Juwan Bentley for this game. He has actually been one of their better coverage, versatile linebackers and getting to the quarterback and then dropping back into coverage. He's nursing an undisclosed injury right now. Uh, we're still awaiting at the time that we're talking the first injury report. That could be telltale to see what might be an option for him there as well. But Matt Judon has been everything as advertised without any question about it. The dynamic that he's brought to this team and the ability that he's been able to uh, provide in that uh, uh, that pass rush and also the run defense has been excellent. Uh, he really, I think he's had the opportunity to be uh, their top defender on nearly every snap. And it's not something that is by happenstance. This is by design. Judon can get to the, to the quarterback, two and a half sacks last week, two tackles for a loss, three quarterback hits, the only one to consistently put pressure on Jameis Winston. So he's going to be looked for to have a big game. Kyle Van Noy now all of a sudden becomes uh, very powerful as well because in the Patriots 3-4 set, he's that linebacker that comes up and acts as that second defensive end and tries to get after the quarterback. So this is what I expect the Patriots to do. Easier said than done. If Tom Brady has time and his offensive line can give him the time, this is a Patriots secondary right now that has difficulty on the outside, especially the outside corners beyond J.C. Jackson. J.C. will probably be matched up probably against the top target. I look for him to be on Evans or I look for him to be on Godwin. But Rob Gronkowski is going to be a very difficult cover for this secondary. And, you know, the receivers that they have, such as Antonio Brown, you know, different weapons that this team has can get some separation from some of the outside corners, namely guys like Jalen Mills and Jawan Williams. If they struggle in this game, it's going to be a long day for the Patriots defense because Tom can carve up a secondary. We've seen him do it for years, whether it be in New England or whether it be in Tampa. You can make the argument there's nobody better at being able to do it. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of weapons to deal with there. I mean, Mike Evans coming off his first 100-yard uh, game of the season went from 25 to 76 to 100 and and just keeps keeps going up. If that pace continues, he's looking for 125 plus. And then Chris Godwin uh, leading the way last last week with some some solid catches and yards, and then a rushing touchdown, his first of the career. So obviously uh, a lot of versatility on that side of the ball for the Patriots defense uh, to 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 match up against. And that kind of leads me to my final question, Mike. We know you know some of these names. Some of the guys you talked about, Matt Judon, I think you know is a very popular name. I know Nikhil Harry returned to practice uh, on on Wednesday. I'm not sure how big. Of an impact he's gonna have mac jones is obviously somebody uh, that everybody knows but who's who's a patriot that you're looking for uh listen last week sosa Cremenges, you know dug down in, in his in his bag of tricks and pulled out deshaun jackson who had less than a dozen snaps with the rams offense up to that point uh and picked him as the player to watch 
uh, for the Rams there to, to face the Bucks, and he exploded all over his former team in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So who do you who do you have your eye on in this matchup? Offense or defense doesn't matter that you think could have a big day and help the Patriots be competitive in this game? Well, obviously, if the Patriots are going to be competitive, they're going to have to put the ball into the end zone because you know Tom Brady and the Buccaneers are going to get their points, even against a defense that could give them some type of exotic looks or some type of difficulty being the prowess that is Bill Belichick. But the Patriots need to execute in the red zone. Guys that I look for to have a big game, I would probably say the two tight ends that the Patriots have brought in to be those effective weapons, whether it be John o. Smith or Hunter Henry, one of them, or if not both, need to have a pretty good game on Sunday in order to give the Patriots that element in the red zone to be able to put the ball into the end zone. They're lucky enough to get into the red zone several times against Tampa Bay. They need to utilize these guys, and one of them needs to step up, if not both. But the guy I'm looking at right now is probably going to be Nelson Aguilar. And Kendrick Bourne had an amazing game on Sunday, one of the very few bright spots for the New England Patriots. But like we talked about earlier, David, if the Patriots are going to be successful, they need to start taking some deep shots down the field. I know Patriots fans and some Patriots media listening to this are going to roll their eyes and say, yeah, how did that work out last week? They didn't connect on them. But eventually, these need to connect. And if you're going to take your shots, it's got to be against the Tampa Bay secondary. As good as it is, it right now is the opportunity that the Patriots may have to catch Tampa off guard and maybe put some points on the board. So if they're going to take deep shots down the field, Aguilar's got to be the target. And he's got a good synergy with Mac Jones. So look for that connection. If they falter, it's going to be a long day for the New England Patriots offense. Yeah, and I mean, and listen, for any Pats fans or Pats media out there rolling their eyes about that take, listen, I'll double down on that. Uh, I'll tell you right now, if the New England Patriots come out and say, well, it didn't really work last week, so let's not take the deep shots this week against the Buccaneers defense. You're only playing into Todd Bowles' hands. Trust me, you need to take those deep shots. Even if they don't hit, you just need to spread them out to keep them honest and keep Antoine Winfield uh, back there in the deep end of the field or else you're going to have a whole mess of problems uh, on your hands there in the box with the Tampa Bay Bucks defense. So, yeah, perfect take. And Nelson Aguilar, I was I was thinking, I was like, Mike's going to say either Nelson Aguilar or he's going to say Johnny Smith. Those were those were the two guys I was going back for. So so you basically said them both. Uh, so we're all, we're definitely on the same page there. Again, uh, Mike DeBate, host of Locked On Patriots podcast, editor of Patriots Maven for Sports Illustrated, Patriots expert. So, again, Bucks fans, if you want to be an expert on your team, you got to know the enemy. Mike is the guy to go get all that enemy intel from. Find him at both those pro- uh, publications and on Twitter at Mike DeBate. That's M-D-A-B-A-T-E. NFL. Mike, I appreciate you, brother. Look forward to our next conversation. Not sure when that's going to be, but I look forward to our next conversation whenever that is. Uh, And, you know, good luck this weekend. Enjoy the festivities, brother. I wish I could be there. It was definitely one of the games I had circled on my schedule, but unfortunately, my schedule is preventing me from going. So uh, enjoy the festivities, man. Enjoy the moment. Uh, And then uh, good luck and and kudos to all the, the reads and the listens you're about to get from. <laughs> Will do. And um, always my honor, always my pleasure to join you here on the mic. Wish you could be joining me up in Foxborough for this one on Sunday. But in the meantime, my friends, stay safe, stay well. And uh, we'll definitely hook up at some point uh, for another crossover, even if it's just to talk some more Rob and some more Tom and, you know, some more Bucks Patriots drama because you know it's just starting. Uh, but uh, no, nah, this one's going to be a great one. And uh, I really hope it lives up to all of the billing uh, i have a funny feeling it will but you know we just we live in hope we just hope for a good game on sunday absolutely thanks mike thank you david all right guys that's going to wrap up this conversation this crossover thursday episode of locked on bucks podcast again thank you for making the locked on bucks podcast your first listen every day and for your second 
Might I suggest the Locked on Bets podcast, where betting doesn't have to be a guessing game when you listen to your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get your daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag. Wherever you get podcasts, that that podcast, this podcast, and the Locked on Patriots podcast, all free and available on all platforms. Make sure you check out Mike's show over there, today's episode, where he asks me questions about your Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I give him the best possible answers I can. We've got one more episode coming up this week, guys. James and I will be back tomorrow to talk a little bit more about Richard Sherman joining the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, of course, we're going to wrap up our thoughts and predictions ahead of this weekend's matchup against the New England Patriots. If you've got your own questions, takes, predictions about the game, about the weekend, last call to get those in, send them to LockedOnBucksPodcast at gmail.com in written or voice recording form or call in and leave us a voicemail at 813-444-5841. Again, that's 813-444-5841. Four, one, drop your thoughts and come back to hear yourself right here at the Locked On Bucks podcast. If you're out and about, please be safe, be kind to one another, and thank you so much for joining me right here at Locked On Bucks.